0: Shadow Ball's really good. Sure is. It's a bomb, dude. <laughs> it's a bomb? It's a bomb, dude. Not, it is. It's not, it's not a bop. No, it's not a bop because it's not a song, bro. That's it's a, a it's a damage bomb. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go! Thank you for listening. November Community Days, the double feature we didn't know we wanted. Trainers in Latin America are feeling the love this weekend. Pokemon Journeys, the series, the week, the event. A battler-focused update brings some serious quality of life changes. And more on this episode of GoCast. GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 116 of the GoCast podcast. It's October 30th. Yet another—just kidding. It's a Friday night. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in just a second here. I'm your host Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Kyle. Hiya. Hey Kyle, how's it going? It's going. It's going. That's that's good. Uh, I'm going to assume it's going neutral as it may is alluding to a positive background that's uh that's i'm choosing to interpret that uh hey sorry listeners this is being recorded a little bit late in the week beginning of this week i wanted uh to do nothing but sleep i was under the weather uh very much so so kyle was very nice and was like yeah we'll do it later in the week so uh this is gonna be a little bit late but uh, next week, we'll be right back on the old Tuesday evening train, as it were. But uh, enjoy this later and therefore more informed episode this week, or at least I like to think so. <laughs> but before we get started here, uh, shout out to one brand new patron, Norman. Thank you so much for your patronage. Really appreciate it. And increased pledges from Sarah and E 250 who you know from the PvP corner section of the show. Thank you very much, the two of you, for your increased pledge. Means a lot to us. Thank you. All right, Kyle, we set some goals last week, uh, and we, we bought ourselves a couple of extra times. I know that it was your fault that I was sick because, you know, you were falling behind on something. We'll figure out what it was. But I'm hoping that you and I both have full completion on this week. Uh, and I say that knowing darn well that I do not qualify for that statement whatsoever. <laughs> well, let's <I> see. <laughs> okay so kyle you had set for yourself you wanted to complete the catch mastery uh, day or at least participate i I think we implied that it was complete whatever we needed to do yeah i I did i did
1: not complete that
0: you did not complete it okie dokie no No problem i I took part in
1: but i did not complete
0: (laughs) okay all right what about mega gengar did you get a mega gengar this week i did excellent just enough
1: i need to do more but it just didn't happen this week
0: hey the goal was to to get one. So yes. you you done did it. Good for you. What about the Halloween research? Did you wrap that up? No. <gasps> what? It,
1: it uh, I don't have an excuse.
0: What uh, okay?
1: What well, I mean, where are you at? Are you stuck on something uh, in particular? I'm at the make the 9 great throws and I just
0: didn't play the last like day or so. Kyle, that's not <laughs> supposed to happen to us. Get it together, man. Don't <laughs> No i saw somebody else uh somewhere being like hey you know uh the nine great throws from the casual perspective is a little bit difficult are you casual kyle is that what you're saying i mean i am definitely more
1: casual than some people yes
0: okay all right sure there's always a bigger trainer right (laughs) There's always a bigger trainer uh for myself i wanted to do the catch mastery i did finish that catch a shiny dark right (laughs) oh (laughs) <laughs> your boy caught two and back to back oh yeah wow look at you uh-huh they they were an hour apart because i you know had to do some work in between but i was like take a break do some work take a break and uh i was rewarded with two is very happy i don't deserve them for the record uh just just let the record show that uh halloween research i did finish that up doing good so far nothing gets to me oh wait that's right shiny spirit tune because i'm a chimp yep did not <laughs> did not do that one i did try and by that i mean i went out one day and i got some tasks uh and it was like i think it was like catch 18 ghosts was the yep. one that i got yeah this yeah very hard to target at least from my perspective all right so i just want to say that i have completed the
1: halloween research now so that that counts that's complete sure <laughs> it's done. okay
0: okay great so that means that you got two out of three and i got three out of four great Wow, we're we're cruising. We're Look, cruising here. Man, we have 3 extra days and we still didn't Can do... we can we talk about Shiny Spiritomb just for just for a yeah, second? Yeah, sure.
1: I sure. spun. I don't even know how many stops in the last 4 days. Oh, no, no. I it at least 300. At least 300. I I did like 40 or 50 after work every day. <laughs> I got one. Oh. I got one research for Really?
0: Oh no. I just like, come on, really that rare?
1: Really? You know, or, okay. I'm that unlucky,
0: I guess? I don't know. So like I was keeping an eye on social because I thought it I thought it was kind of rare. The tasks were kind of rare. But it seems like a lot of people were getting to shine the shiny spirit to them. And usually when these tasks are rare, someone's like, eh, I spent a hundred stops and I only got two. Oh my god. You know what I mean? But I didn't really. really see that this time around. So I think maybe you and I were just unlucky. Ah. Uh... Okay, chalk a... it up to uh t- to luck this time good old math doing us in huh
1: good old math good old math
0: <laughs> well anyway uh that's uh, enough about our goals and our and our failures as it were let's uh, hop into the news all right and now we're in the news it's like magic every time first thing here is a little bit of a it's an exclusive event happening for latin america it's celebrate day of the dead with pokemon go the copy reads as such trainers This year, spirits will return. In addition to our annual Halloween event in Pokemon Go, we will be celebrating the Day of the Dead for the first time with a special event for trainers in Latin America. The Day of the Dead is a holiday observed in Mexico and other parts of the Americas that celebrates the lives and the memory of family and friends who are no longer with us. In Mexican tradition, it's said that the spirits of the deceased return to the world of the living during this special time to share a joyful celebration with their loved ones, surrounded by candles, flowers, fruit, bread, sugar skulls, which I love the designs of, incense, and other traditional foods and decorations. When is this happening? Well, it's happening this weekend, Sunday, November 1st to Monday, November 2nd. Uh, It begins at 10 a.m. PDT and ends at midnight on the 2nd there. Uh, Features include Pokemon representing the different elements of the Day of the Dead will appear. In the wild, be on the lookout for Cubone, Sunflora, Roselia, Cacnea, Duskull, and Litwick appearing more frequently. The following Pokemon will be appearing more frequently to Incense. Ghastly, Mischievous, Absol, Shuppet, Duskull, Driftloon, and Litwick. Complete exclusive field research tasks to encounter Pokemon such as Marowak, Alolan Marowak, Murkrow, and Duskull. If you're lucky, you might even encounter a shiny one. I love that because all three of those, actually, I guess all four of those listed all have shiny chances, so that was like a. Like a group, if you're lucky trainers, I love it. <laughs> when sharing Pan de Muerto with friends and family, don't forget to battle together. Poffins will be available as rewards on Go Battle League reward tracks. Oh. Check the shop for a special box featuring incense, poffins, star pieces, and remote raid passes, and take a few snapshots for a surprise. Uh, what the surprise would be in this instance is not necessarily obvious. So that'll be kind of. A legitimate surprise perhaps. But yeah, you, you just went, huh? At the Poffin edition, that's that's cool. I didn't quite see that the first time I went through this. But that's neat. It's very, yeah. very neat.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a cool reward for an event happening. If it was there yes. all the time, people would hate it. But <laughs> yeah. for there well, for maybe. a little bit, that's pretty cool.
0: It kind of depends, you know. I mean, I know that the best buddy bonus is is valuable to competitive PvPers in some instances, so perhaps they would. Although I could see them drowning in popins relatively soon because yeah, the the value
1: is is questionable at times. I guess
0: you know. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I I also bet that at a certain point, if you have like fifty popins, like okay, can I get another charge to you, and please? Thank you. <laughs> You know, (laughs) but we're not going to belabor this event. It is Latin American exclusive. And that's really the coolest part about this is that it's a cultural event uh, that we have not seen before. And that's super awesome. Also, I'd like to point out that there is no research that is, you know, gated from anybody else getting it. So I'm always a fan of that. So great, great job, Niantic. I think this is well designed. Great, great, great. Cool. Next piece of news here, moving right along. Niantic accidentally switched off Shiny Shadows. So here's, here's went down. <laughs> Trainers were noticing that Shining Shadows hadn't been seen for a while. Seems to have coincided with the beginning of the Halloween event. That's not confirmed. That's just kind of like the consensus online. So uh, don't quote me on that. I guess you could quote me on saying don't quote me on that. Go for that one. All right. Niantic issued an official response with their at Niantic help account saying, trainers, we've resolved an issue preventing Shining Shadow Pokemon from appearing in Pokemon Go. We apologize for any inconvenience caused, and we'll be sharing further information for those impacted soon. And just under five hours later, they issued another response saying, trainers, a free box containing three rocket radars, 10 Pokeballs, three Hyper Potions, and three revives is now in the shop and will be available to all trainers until November 10th at 6 p.m. PT. We apologize again for the error, and thank you for your patience as we worked on a fix. Now, Kyle, I, I would like to get your sense of, you know, is this a correct response? These shiny shadows were missing, for I think, roughly like, what, it's eight, seven days, six days, something yeah, like that. it
1: was like a week.
0: Yeah, it was a while. So uh, how do you feel about this? Do you think that box is, is enough? Do you think the response is appropriate? Where is your head at?
1: I'm, I'm honestly kind of surprised there's compensation of any kind, given right. the history. This is this is not the first time this kind of stuff has happened, although I guess it's the first time related to rocket shadows. I, I think it's good there was compensation, but of course, given the fact that it was over the course of a week, there's people who could have done a hun- uh, dozens Rob. of rocket radars. But that said, also, if you're specifically hunting a shadow shiny from a team leader that's
0: i don't know (laughs) it's an investment it definitely is yeah Yeah, and I think that that's actually more to the point of people being frustrated. So I think there's definitely two sides to this, right? I think that there's people that are justifiably upset because if you went for it, and I mean, like you really went for it, like you bought rocket radars or you you were grinding out these rocket stops and you did 10, 20, you know, upwards of 50 encounters trying to get these because some people really went hard for these. That stinks for sure. But on the other hand, like you said, this is kind of a break from the track record, right? Of, of compensation. Three rocket radars in a box is is a lot. That's quite a bit. That's 600 coins for free in and of itself, right? So again, on one hand, very thrilled about the compensation in the box. It sets a nice precedent for this. But on the other hand, my heart does definitely bleed for trainers out there that might have sunk quite a bit of resources into this. So uh, here's hoping that, you know, if you did fifty encounters and you weren't getting them, Uh, You know, I would hope that at that point in time, you might be on to there being a problem. (laughs) Well, I would just
1: say that if you're targeting something that requires investment, there's a couple of resources out there where people track whether shinies are still in the game. You know, people report when they got a shiny and then you can check the most recently reported one. Mm -hmm. And if you're not seeing it there, especially if you're doing something like this, I think that should be part of your routine. And I think it's ridiculous that it has to be part of your routine, but right. it's kind of been shown time and again that it's better to be safe than sorry.
0: Yeah, definitely. Let, let's clear the air and say that we're, we're not saying that this is okay that it happened. It was definitely a bummer, definitely an error, right? But uh, given the circumstance, it's it's kind of rad that we got a box out of it, I suppose. Like, I'm thrilled because I wasn't farming them, but I'm going to use those three rocket radars. I already did, actually. <laughs> so. I, I think it's, it's almost
1: comical that this is this happened and it's not even the first time something like this has happened. Right. I just, I just wonder what does the code look like that? Just turning something on breaks something else.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure it is so consistently. Yeah, it is kind of weird. It is almost like you could envision a room full of levers where you flip one and two others flip on the other side like a like a Pokemon game, you know, almost, right? <laughs> like trying to get to a gym leader like Lieutenant Surge or something like that. Like, it, it is almost fitting in that respect. But also, you're right. Why is it coded in such a way that that can happen? Yeah. Time and time again. But, you know, hey, and hopefully this does not happen again, that this is a unique circumstance for this situation. But at least we can say, hey, they gave us a box last time. So there we go. Make sure you grab that box. Even if you weren't affected, you still can grab it. So go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Moving on here. The 0.191 update. And the big deal about this is that details were posted on the at Niantic help Twitter account. In a series of five tweets, the Niantic support Twitter account. They put out some updates, right? And they said, hey, this is what we're doing. The information shared was uh, threefold here. The in-trainer battles, the switch menu now appears as two buttons showing the rest of your battle party so you can more easily swap Pokemon during battles. This shows shows up like on the right there on the bottom. Um, This has not been live for iOS at the time of this recording. I've been checking for it, but it is live on Android, I believe. It's starting to roll out, so as soon as it gets approved, we should see it on iOS devices. Hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, these will all be live for you. Secondly, you'll now be able to preview your Pokemon's moves when in the battle party selection screen by long pressing on the Pokemon you'd like to check. Oh, yes, (laughs) yes, 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 yes. Oh, my gosh. Battlers everywhere. Just rejoice. This is an incredible update. Great quality of life change. And third and lastly, you can now jump to a Pokemon's Pokedex entry directly from their detail page. Tapping a button in a Pokedex entry will also let you see all the Pokemon of that species in your collection. Uh, now, that's that's neat. Uh, I'm not sure who is asking for that, but I, I like that feature. Very, very cool. Uh, Kyle, any feedback on these? I know you're not really a PvPer at heart, but uh, I know you really like it when you see quality of life updates, even if it's not part of the game that you necessarily play
1: yeah no this is this great like it's kind of funny because it's been asked for literally since pvp was added or in the case of the battle party stuff forever yeah true true using naming tricks to remember what moves their tyranitar has or whatever forever so that's pretty great
0: it is definitely great um i know that as soon as these tweets went out uh there was so much buzz and so much positive feedback i I really hope that this encourages nyan to do more stuff like this uh you know in between handling larger problems for sure but every once in a while this quality of life stuff just really breathes some life into it it gets people reengaged you know and it's super good press (laughs) so that's awesome yeah But not to belabor that point here, uh, next up, celebrate Pokemon Journeys, the series, with the Animation Week 2020 event. The article read, Trainers, the Animation Week 2020 event based on Pokemon Journeys, the series, is coming soon to Pokemon Go. During this event, Pokemon encounters and other content with ties to the two main characters, Ash and Go, that's with an H at the end, will be available in Pokemon Go. You'll also be able to participate in event-exclusive timed research inspired by the animated series' storyline. Oh, you had me at exclusive timed research. Yes. (laughs) When is this happening? From Friday, November 6th at 8 a.m. to Thursday, November 12th at 10 p.m. local time, which is always nice. Features include World Cap Pikachu will be appearing in the wild. Some lucky trainers may even encounter a shiny one. Ooh, that, that verbiage was different
1: i was i saw that when i was scanning this on my initial read through i'm like interesting
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, from thursday november 5th at 1 p.m to monday november 16th at 1 p.m pst lugia will be returning to five star raids this time with the attack aeroblast oh man yes what a birthday present to me
1: have you, have you have you seen the the stats that have been floating around for it? Yeah. It's absurd.
0: Oh, I I heard it. I heard it was good, but it wasn't gonna like. I mean, it's it makes Lugia better for no, sure. No, no, the
1: the move is absolutely disgusting. But Lugia still doesn't have a fast move to
0: use, right? It, so it right. doesn't matter. <laughs> and and that's and that's balance, right? <laughs> it's, it's wonderful yeah. balance. I mean, in the main series games, Aeroblast is ridiculous, like like most signature moves in a legendary, uh, yeah. so that, that tracks, uh, and it's kind of cool that it keeps its craziness, right? Uh, but by being balanced, by not having a quick move, is somewhat frustrating. I will admit that, but anyway, Pokemon like Ivysaur, Pinsir, Snorlax, Golurk, and others will be appearing in rates. You can look forward to encountering the following Pokemon more frequently in the wild. Bulbasaur, Execute, Cubone, Scyther, Yaya. Dratini, Cyndaquil, yes, and more. If you're lucky, you may even encounter a shiny Cubone. Now, don't be fooled. Shiny Cubone's been out for a while. This is not a new shiny. In fact, I caught one not two days ago what oh yes i I did (laughs) sorry i forget to brag to you kyle (laughs) uh pichu mantike riolu and cubone will be hatching from seven kilometer eggs lucky trainers may even hatch a shiny Cubone. man what's with the emphasis on shiny cubone there's got to be something to this maybe it's going to be increased rates just like that it better be (laughs) yeah you tell them kyle (laughs) Uh, take on new timed research inspired by multiple episodes of the ongoing series Pokemon Journeys the series go the character might appear in go snapshot be sure to take a snapshot during the event uh, this is similar to when Ash showed up I think was it during a go fest or something like that he was like pressed up against the lens do you remember that uh, I, I do remember but I don't
1: I don't actually remember if you know what I mean I, th- I
0: think it was near a go fest but anyway uh, and then lastly go inspired avatar items as in the character uh, will be available. Check out the style shop to get yours for free. Yes, I love free avatar items; they're always really fun. Uh, so, uh, Kyle, what's your what's your feeling on on this event? Do you think this sounds good? Do you think this seems a little bit more like a throwaway? It's okay, like you know, it's okay.
1: It's weird that the emphasis is on Cubone. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm a little bit salty that Golurk is now going to be in the wild or in the raids. I'm sorry. And I, I spent all that rare candy on leveling up.
0: Yeah, but that was like ages ago, man. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it was long enough ago that I think that that's a a dumb complaint. Now I'm just kidding. I mean, but now you can get that. Uh, you can get that candy back. And uh, no, you should just do more raids to get more rare candy, Kyle. I mean, but that's
1: gonna go into stuff like my Shadow Mewtwo or my Shiny Giratino or something like that.
0: True. True but think uh i think this is an interesting event for sure the highlight for me is definitely aeroblast coming back um that also to me seems like a dangerous addition because aeroblast is cursed uh so this event might be canceled (laughs) it's possible (laughs) it is possible but i'm holding out all hopes and i'm going to avoid saying it so i don't have to edit it that many more eagle screeches thank you very much all right so are you ready for the biggest piece of news here yes Good. It's a double header. I hope you. Uh, I hope you know what you're getting yourself into here. November Community Days. What a double header. What? excuse? What excuse me? That's right. Trainers, for some of you around the world, November marks the beginning of the holiday season. It's a great time to reflect on what we're thankful for, such as our community. In celebration of the spirit of community, we are excited to announce that there will be two separate Community Day events this November. One featuring Electabuzz, the electric Pokemon, and one featuring Magmar, the Spitfire Pokemon. Okay, cool, cool, cool. When is it going to be? Well, let's start with Electabuzz Community Day. It's going to be Sunday, November 15th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Features include Electabuzz in the wild and shiny ones, if you're lucky. Uh, Evolve Electabuzz during the event or up to two hours afterwards. to get an Electivire that knows Flamethrower. Say what? That's pretty cool. Take a few snapshots during Community Day for a surprise. It's probably Electabuzz. Uh, I don't know. Maybe some Uh, Alakid. No, alakid has got a different home. We'll get there in a second. There'll be a special one-time purchase Electabuzz Community Day box available for uh, 1,280 Pokecoins featuring an Elite Fast TM, 3 Super Incubators, 3 Incense, and 30 Ultra Balls. No star pieces in this one. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'll buy it still. (laughs) everybody knows where we stand on these i'm not going to reiterate it Uh, event exclusive timed research and field research tasks will be available by completing timed research tasks you'll be able to earn Sinnoh stones nice and other items for us one dollar or the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency you'll be able to access the exclusive electabuzz community day special research story electric for electabuzz wow (laughs) <laughs> is there a joke there? I'm not getting.
1: I I don't think so. It's just not very originally named. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward.
0: Because <laughs>
1: some of the yeah. other ones have been quite good.
0: That's true. Uh, the Great Ghastly was my favorite one. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That was that was a good one. um An kid will be hatching from two kilometer eggs. So uh there's a reason to hatch two K eggs. No, there's not. <laughs> oh, but there's even more reasons to hatch eggs here, Kyle. Because the bonuses are. One quarter hatch distance for eggs placed in incubators during the event and incense activated during the event. Last three hours for sure. But egg hatch distance, Kyle, your favorite. It's your favorite. They did this for you, buddy. <sighs> yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. OK, moving on here. Magmar Community Day. When's that happening? Saturday, November 21st. It's the next Saturday after Electabuzz from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time, uh, as they do. Features include Magmar all over the place and shiny ones, if you're lucky. Trainers. Uh, Evolve Magmar during the event or up to two hours afterward to get a Magmortar that knows Thunderbolt. Cool. See they switched the elements there between Uh, the two? I I, I see what Uh, they did. uh, Finger guns on making them you can't see because it's an audio format, but hey. All right. Take a few snapshots during Community Day for a surprise. Probably Magmar there'll be a special one-time purchase uh, community box. Uh, the box is exactly the same thing, but instead of an elite fast TM, it's a charged elite TM. So there you go. Still got the three super incubators, three lucky eggs and 30 ultra balls. I will still buy it and still say you probably shouldn't. Oh uh, event exclusive, <laughs> event exclusive timed research and field research tasks will be available by completed time research tasks. Sino stones are out there as well, which is great. And for $1, there is also a Magmar Community exclusive special research story. No match for Magmar, which is infinitely more creative than Electric for Electivire. It, there has electibus. someone please. There has to be an actual
1: reasoning for the naming. It feels too intentional.
0: Maybe. Well, Maybe. What are yeah, we missing?
1: Someone let us know.
0: <laughs> right, because I think that even if you were like, "Oh, I can't think of anything," you'd still think of something better than that, unless it was a reference that we're not getting. Yeah, so. right? Like, it's got to be a <laughs> It's got to be. But uh, in true form, following from Electabuzz community, for Magmar community, Magby will be hatching from two kilometer eggs. The bonuses are also the same. Hatch distance again. Quarter hatch distance for eggs. Place in incubators during the event, Kyle. Lucky you. Two weekends in a row. <laughs> Incense activated during the event will last for three hours. No surprise there. Okay. Now, Kyle. Yeah. We don't have to talk about the hash distance bonus. I I know you're not thrilled, but how do you feel about there being, you know, two community days, the choices for the Pokemon, all that stuff? What do you think?
1: This is very interesting, and it's not even the double community day that's the most interesting to me. It's that it's technically only a two evolution Pokemon with with a baby form. Yeah. And this would only be the second and third time that's happened because I'm not counting Eevee. The first time being Pikachu before we had a
0: precedent. Right. That's true. So
1: everyone's always been like, a community has got to be a three-tier Pokemon. It's got to be a three-tier Pokemon. It no longer has to be a three-tier Pokemon.
0: Well, I mean, it it technically kind of is, right? I
1: mean. But but babies don't count because you can't encounter them in the wild. That's true. At least from my perspective, if you want to make the argument you can,
0: someone out there wants to. Well, why why you gotta make them do it? I'll do it for him. Okay, there's three Pokemon in in the line, so there you go. <laughs> but you don't start
1: from the first one every time. You can encounter well, the second one,
0: right? But you can also like encounter an Ivysaur in the wild and stuff. But that's special. That's
1: that's okay. not common. Okay, you get evolution Stardust for catching an Ivysaur. You do not get evolution Stardust for catching an Electabuzz or Magmar.
0: Okay, I'll give you that. That's and I think fair you enough. Should. <laughs> so yeah um but okay what i will say though is and i know that that's a point for you that you just made i i do like the fact that even though they made these choices they're well I'm, we don't know this for sure but i'm expecting there to not be mag or ella kids in the wild yeah i, I think that that's, that's good way. they put them in eggs because it keeps the because like shiny babies are a thing they're and rare they're, they're rare. a commodity yeah
2: um
0: and this still respects that to a degree yes So I think that's I think that's a very good move by them. That said, I will not hatch any eggs during (laughs) either of
1: these community days. Zero. Wow. Fat goose egg.
0: But what about your your free incubator for the quarter hatch distance? You're not just going to do. I will
1: probably have to work through like whatever eggs I have in my bag at the time. I'll probably have nine coming into the day anyways, so I'm not going to get any
0: uh what you could do kyle is you could make a brand new pokemon go account um and you could level up to 40 and, and get there in time for the events um and don't spin any stops along the way problem solved problem solved it sounds like a lot of work not no i don't i don't think so we've had listeners say that they've hit level 40 in a couple of months oh that's like still too long yeah never mind <laughs> but uh so i mean it's weird for sure it's a little wonky one might say but I think this is a, a solid sort of product, you know? Yeah, no, I
1: th- I think it's good. I think it's a good duo of Pokemon. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Neither of these moves do anything for these Pokemon. I'll probably look at it for a gear up, you know, maybe next week when we're closer to it happening. But on cursory glance, it doesn't benefit them pretty much at all in PvP. And it doesn't do anything for Raids, either so it just kind of makes you wonder what's there to be excited about besides the shiny.
0: Uh, I think the moves would be great as a surprise in PvP, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't help their win rate at least against
1: popular picks,
0: obviously, for sure. But the mind games, Kyle, the mind Uh, games like like
1: Electivire already has some decent coverage because it has Ice Punch and it already has Wild Charge, obviously. True, true. It's been a very long time since we've seen a a PVE move, I guess, or a move that has significantly made a Pokemon better in its own typing. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like we're overdue. The last one was Rhyhorn.
0: I'm trying to think. Yeah. So like what some Magmar, let's just let's just go through this scenario. Right. So Magmar that knows Thunderbolt. What would it really use? Right. So in a scenario where it would be otherwise at a disadvantage, would be against a, a ground type. Oh, I guess a water type would be useful against water types. Now, I can't say the same for Electabuzz, right? Except for... No, actually, no. I can't think of any scenario where it would help it or it otherwise be at a disadvantage. I mean, I can tell you for...
1: I looked up the Electivire one. It is bad. It like... It loses a lot
0: of fights if it doesn't have Ice Punch. Right. And and An that would be beat. the thing that you give up. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Because you want the stab from the other move, right? Yeah right oh yeah and these moves don't even get stabbed too it's it's literally just for the the, for the lulls in the situation Mm -hmm. Uh, well you know what you know what i bet's gonna happen kyle you and i are gonna eat these words in a couple of weeks here um and i hope that we do because i would like to be more excited about them but i think the novelty is more than enough for some people and getting shiny magmars and shiny Electabuzzes are always cool too but i'm really hoping that the shiny rate is boosted for the babies and the 2k eggs I mean, I want, I want the rarity to be respected, but I think if you're going hatch. through the trouble of hatching... then Go hatch 60 eggs. We'll find out. I will. You know I will. Yeah, <laughs> I know you will. I'll, I'll report back, buddy. Don't you worry. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, keep your calendars open, I suppose, for two weekends in November for both of those days. Uh, if you want any information about any of the news items that we covered uh, today in our news section, you can refer to our show notes for links there. But enough about the news let's go right into gear up this week on gear up we're going to be talking
1: about shadow bone for alola marowak having just had the raid day or rather it's coming up by the time this episode is out right it's 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 tomorrow tomorrow. yeah tomorrow okay Uh (laughs) but is is shadow any good i I don't i don't know i'm actually finding out for the first time now. no i'm i'm just i'm just kidding (laughs) shh no one needs to know it's pretty good, like stats wise. It's good, but Alola Marowak does have access to Shadow Ball, and we all know Shadow Ball's really good. Sure is.
0: It's a bomb, dude. <laughs> it's a bomb. It's a bomb, dude. Not, it it's is. Not, it's not a bop. No, it's not a bop because it's not a song, bro. <laughs> it's a. It's a damage bomb. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. To compare the numbers, Shadow Bone is Ghost type, obviously, eighty damage. 45 energy with a 20% chance to lower the opponent's defense. One stage shadow ball is a hundred damage for 55 energy. In case you're wondering, it is also ghost. What? I, I know, right? <laughs> Why are all these dark? using shadow ball. I don't understand. So as always, we're going to take a look at how it shapes up in each of the leagues. It can be used in all of these analysis has been done have been done with pv poke a fantastic online tool for simulating specific situations it is not a catch-all there are so many other factors but it's a nice jumping off point all of these are assuming a one-to-one shield situation so each of you have one shield to use to protect yourself assuming a move set of fire spin shadow ball and bone club which is the current standard in great league against the great league meta it gets 23 wins 23 losses and one draw that's not bad all right. that's all right. that's not bad respectable in ultra league it gets 11 wins 23 losses zero draws all it, right not n- so good not good not, not good, good. <laughs> not, good. <laughs> not good but that's because its cp is so low it it right. doesn't come close to breaking the 2500 right which is why it's going to shine in master league right yeah, you you know it's zero wins. It's, <laughs> don't don't use it. In it's gear. because
0: when you throw it out, your your opponent is like, "What?" And then in their hesitation, <laughs> you've already killed them. Right? <laughs> Boom. No. no mind games.
1: <laughs> For comparison, Shadowbone. and this is assuming Fire Spin, Shadow Bone, Bone Club, replacing the Shadow Ball. Great League, twenty four wins, twenty three losses, zero draws. So it gains a win. That's that's a positive, right?
0: Well, it gains a win, but it doesn't convert a loss. It just converts a draw. It
1: converts <laughs> a draw. I, <laughs> I, I did not check, but I like to think the draw it converts is against an Amaroak with Shadow
0: It Could be. But you know what? We take these, Kyle. We take these.
1: <laughs> you're right. You're right. In Ultra League, 11 wins, 23 losses. It doesn't change at all. It, again it's not surprising that cp limit just nothing's going to overcome that in that situation mm-hmm. yeah master league don't do it we just said it to so cp limits it's bad okay i won't and i love alola marowak so that's a, that take that to heart unfortunately not many significant win changes here not like when we talked about dragon breath charizard last month oh my god that was like six weeks ago wasn't it That was a while ago yeah yeah but it does charge slightly faster does a little bit less damage and has the utility of a defense down so it has more versatility and remember pvp is not the one-on-one you have to take into account what kind of energy you can have stored up for the next fight if you swap out you have the energy to use a move these kind of situations where Shadowbone could potentially edge out Shadowball in more significant ways.
0: Right. And and I think I think more to that point, too, is like when we say the following is assuming the use of one shield. Right. Or like one shield is left to use. By the time you're down to each person has one shield, a lot's happened. (laughs) I mean, like the situation could look super different. Yeah. Very different. You know. So take it with a grain of salt, but
1: Shadowbone is good. It's it's a positive move. It's not going to absolutely hinder an Alola Marowak in PvP. So go out there and catch some, but mostly go for that sweet, sweet purple shiny.
0: Yeah, buddy. You know, that's what we're going to be doing tomorrow in between doing some stuff. Oh, by the way, tomorrow's Halloween, which is Marowak Raid Day. And uh, Kyle and I are streaming. I'm not sure if this is going to get out before then, but we're streaming at two o'clock. Come by. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, Kyle. Appreciate that. Um, I'm kind of excited just because it's a new move and that's pretty neat. Shadowbone in the main series game is is sweet. It's really, really cool. Um, also, it's just thematically appropriate to the Pokemon. And I'm always a fan of that, you know, style points yeah but anyway let's move into the pokalore so this week we're going to be talking about voluby the diapered pokemon <laughs> <laughs> and mandibuzz the bone vulture pokemon good good to hear it uh it, oh my
3: God.
0: it grows out of its its egg diaper that's that's great uh but starting with the Vullaby here voluby resembles a baby vulture It has a plump, stout body covered in dark gray feathers, tiny wings with gray tips, and pink feet with three clawed toes. Its neck is short and supports a round, pink head devoid of any feathers, except for a crest on the top. There is a collar of fluffy, light gray feathers around its neck. It has a small gray beak and red eyes. Vullaby protect their rear by wearing a cracked skull as a diaper-like undergarment, hence its categorization. Vullaby either finds this bone itself or uses one found for it by Mandibus. Its large appetite results in large growth spurts, resulting in Vullaby having to replace their bones, and they often pass older bones down to smaller Volibee. Ooh, let's hope they wash them first. <laughs> the often start petty chats with their own kind on which bones are the most comfortable. Volibee oh is known to chase after weaker creatures. Vullaby is a female-only species. <laughs> what a miserable pokemon <laughs> i like the flavor you know what i mean like it's cool yeah but it, it doesn't sound like it's ever happy <laughs> no yeah it is dark flying i mean the dark type kind of implies quite a bit there anyway but uh maybe mandibuzz will shine some light here uh, further mandibuzz is a vulture like pokemon particularly resembling a turkey vulture and has a bare pink head and neck along with a notched black beak and red eyes There are black eyelashes or eyeliner-like markings above its eyes. A long brown tuft with a bone in the middle extends from the back of its head. It has a tan ruff at the base of its neck and shaggy darker brown wings with gray tips. Mandibuzz also has shaggy brown tail feathers. Its pink feet have black talons. It has decorated itself with bones, a jaw with sharp teeth to form a skirt. Different types of bones fall in and out of use as if they were fashion trends among Mandibuzz. Mandibuzz lives in nests made from the bones it finds. Weakened prey, such as bone, is dragged back to their nest after Mandibuzz swoops down on it from the sky. Oh, that's awful. Mandibuzz is a female-only species, although it dresses attractively in bones as a fruitless attempt to attract mates. <laughs>
1: My lord, what a strange... Description of these Pokemon.
0: Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. These they sound again, Mandibus sounds equally as miserable. It really does. Max CP of 2138. Now get this. The stats are where this Pokemon really shines. A super low attack <laughs> of 129, but it's propped up by a well above average defense of 205 and a whopping 242 stamina. So it's it's a tank. And in PvP, it kind of fills the same sort of spot that an Umbreon does except it doesn't have nearly as good you know move sets I guess uh best move set is snarl and foul play um so there you go yahoo stab that's what you want (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah there's not a lot to say about these two Pokemon except that you know if we really wanted to we could dig into it Uh, I wonder uh where they got the inspiration from this from but it's (laughs) it's hilarious I love it it's Ridiculous. (laughs) And just just to
1: add on to the ridiculous, in the main series game, Vullaby does not evolve into Mandibuzz until level fifty (laughs) four. That means you have the diapered Pokemon, Vullaby, in your party until
0: after the Elite Four. Till after you've beaten them. That's just absurd. Yeah, it is absurd. I mean, is Mandibuzz like good in the main series games?
1: I mean, it's it's tank. You see how it's stats translate. So I don't know anything else about it, though.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, I suppose it probably it probably has a use we're not aware of. You and I are woefully, you know, under uh, qualified to talk about the main series game, especially like VGC stuff. Uh, but yeah, sounds like it might be useful there. I mean, it, it is useful currently in PvP to a degree now in Pokemon Go. So it probably translates well to some degree, but awesome. Uh, but that's enough about the Poke lore. Let's go into the Poke
1: poll. Last week's Poke Poll was, if Niantic asked you to remove one recurring event in Pokemon Go, what would it be and why? First one's from Jack Grayson. They said, I would love to be rid of Master League weeks in Go Battle League. Small meta and expensive Pokemon make it really repetitive. Go Battle League feels like a grind on these weeks, waiting for great in Ultra League. I can respect that.
0: Yeah, I think if it wasn't going to be Great League right afterwards, which is the most popular league, uh, that it would not feel as much of a weight. But, yeah, I'd love to see the numbers. I'd love to see the popularity of each league. You know, yes. are our assumptions correct? You know, <laughs> but who knows? But uh, the next one's from Benny. I'm agreeing with Kyle, but I want to talk about a specific type of egg event. Because I guess you said you didn't like egg events. Yep. I wonder why. Uh, I really dislike putting new Pokemon behind an egg wall. For a recent example, these new strange eggs are the worst addition to Pokemon Go in a long time. Woo, going for it, Penny. In order to get the Pokemon in one of these eggs, you need to defeat six Grunts. Make sure you have an open egg slot. Why we can't transfer eggs, Niantic? Hmm? Follow question. Find a Go Rocket leader and defeat him slash her, then walk 12 kilometers to hatch an egg. That's a crazy amount of work for a Pokemon. Sure, it feels cool to get a Volby or a Pawn right now. But are you going to feel that way in six months on your fifth Pawn Yard? This is also assuming you don't get one of Niantic's booby prizes, including a literal bag of trash. (laughs) Yes, Niantic's solution to the distance was quarter egg hash distance, which did nothing but encourage people to buy more incubators so they can try to get these new Pokemon before the event ends. Woo, man. Okay, maybe you should have read that one. It quite aligns with your opinion on on egg culture. i'm gonna let you respond to that one because i feel very differently about eggs
1: i i mean i agree wholeheartedly if there weren't the booby prizes it would be slightly more tolerable but what's this feature going to look like in six months like no one's going to want to keep doing these people already don't want to do friendship eggs and we still have to deal with those you know
0: Right. No, that's true. Uh, yeah, I have no idea how they're going to pivot this because I th- th- the point that I agree with the most is, you know, are you going to feel the same way in six months on your fifth pawn yard? Uh, I think if there's not another way to get those Pokemon, then it'll stick around longer. But that's also a bad design choice in the long run because it's frustrating, uh, d- demonstrably. right? Mm hmm yeah i mean my first thought is maybe they could put some shadow pokemon in there but you know wh- what would it have to be it'd have to be super meta relevant um and then in that case like then pvp will just be flooded with them yeah but then the thing is that people would
1: just rather those be in the shadow stops because then you can target them true Get, getting true. a shadow machop out of that would be extremely upsetting getting a shadow bell sprout would feel really bad but mm-hmm. again pvp relevant I, I don't think I don't think there's a winning way to pivot. It's just going to keep being like this, I feel.
0: What if they lower it down to like 8K or something like that?
1: It it still doesn't have staying power. It's a very strange mechanic to add that doesn't have the lasting power the game really needs their mechanics to have.
0: Right, it, like it makes sense on the surface, but like in practice, it it, it, we, it makes this weird space where people are like, "It's a lot of work for a chance of something I don't necessarily want," yeah, you know. Yeah. So I can get behind that for sure. But um, you get so much stardust. You get like five thousand stardust out of those eggs. Oh yeah, man, it just be a ten k egg. Ten k
1: eggs also give like five thousand. Mm, a little bit less. They give like forty eight. Okay, close. Yeah, a I, I, little bit less. There you go. A little bit less from Rocket Man. Well, I usually agree with Kyle as far as most things are concerned. This week's Pokeball has me disagreeing with both of you. I really like Rocket Takeovers and the Spotlight Hours help me make my Tuesdays tolerable. My pick for which events to remove would actually be the Research Days. Meowth is one of my favorite Pokemon lines of all time, and they still somehow ruin that event for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken part in three of the five Research Days, and I can honestly say I wish I hadn't. I find something I really like about basically any event they put out, but research days, they could disappear, and I certainly wouldn't cry yano about it.
0: <laughs>
1: Can't wait to hear which event others pick for this. I was not expecting this. this uh, I'll be honest.
0: Yeah, I wasn't either. Uh, I feel like research days are such a misnomer uh, because they're not really for anything except for their stopgaps, like we had mentioned before. Yeah. Um, uh, but I get the sentiment. Yeah,
1: I, I get it. I just think it's like, unlike some other stuff, there's no harm in it happening. It's just mm-hmm. a bonus. But it would be nicer if I imagine it was better communication, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably one of the people upset that it was not all a Meowth. It was only a Lola Meowth, but
0: yeah and i think this response was posted before the catch mastery day which wasn't really a research day but I mean, look that was, was drift Loon community
1: day let's be
0: honest here. Well, hey how many shines <laughs> did you get we didn't talk about this none
3: <laughs>
0: i got four baby oh my God, you, got four. you want one i'll give you one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might
1: actually want
0: one of those. <laughs> yeah, I'll save one for you. No problem. You got it. Uh, but uh, you remember, like, my one suggestion was maybe if they made the rewards compound to get more and more lucrative as the research tasks went on. They did that in this one. Did they? There was more start. Yes. Yes. No. More st- yeah. The first half was the same rewards as the second half. No, there were more. There were more stardust and stuff moving a- along. as uh-uh. you. Yeah,
1: uh-uh. definitely. Mm-hmm. Dis- dis- disagreeing. How long ago was this event? Go
0: the ghost mastery. Tasks. Oh, you're talking about the ghost mastery? Okay. So yes. That, yes.
1: That's right. But that's it also got a lot what, what harder. What do you think
0: I was talking about? You mean the, the Meowth I, stuff? I thought you were talking about the Meowth. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. But the ghost mastery got a lot harder the
1: farther in you got. So a lot is subjective, but it did get harder
0: um yes that's true but i'm okay with that i'm okay with it getting harder as the progression goes because that that's still interesting right because at first it's like you yeah, know whatever make three great throws okie dokie and then it's like make an excellent curveball throw and you're like uh, uh, i don't what? like that i don't like that well I make that like once I know. a week. <laughs> mr make nine great throws in a roll uh, couldn't do it it was too hard <laughs> eh. I understand. Anyway, uh, Jackson said any event that costs money except for GoFest. This is because it stinks when something is locked behind a paywall. I think that's rather relatable for every type of player. It does stink when things are behind a paywall for sure. Next was for Modders. And they
1: said, hello, gents. For me, it has to be EX rates. Oh, that's a good answer. Mm hmm. My personal experience is that they are just too elitist. There have been too many occasions where myself and Mini have been left scratching around an EX raid because the locals have to do color coded raids. EX raids are just not my cup of tea. I agree.
0: Yeah. I, I yeah. Agree. there was something recently that came out that like and like they made mention of EX raids as if they were coming back eventually. And you and I were like, no, we, we were hoping they were phasing out because we don't want them anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That did, yeah. I remember that. We're definitely on the same page there, Matters. Yeah. Uh, and the last response here is from Kevin Red Bull spotlight hours, probably in all the spotlight hours. I've gotten maybe two of the shinies, one of which I had extras. The bonuses don't really affect me. So I almost never even turn on the game between six and seven. I just know I won't find a shiny, so I don't bother. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about spotlight hours. Again, an economy point does serve some people and some people since I posted this question, you know, and, and stuff and made my opinion clear on the last episode. <laughs> have have since in Discord been like oh man i really like spotlight hours like how dare you like i get it it's for somebody that's somebody who just ate me yeah
1: no i i agree um, it's uh spotlight hours <laughs> yeah i wish they were a little bit more exciting just a little bit definitely so this week's poke poll is what season is your favorite in pokemon go and why this could even be a particular seasonal event well chris yeah what's your favorite season in pokemon go
0: My favorite season in Pokemon Go is not my favorite season in real life. My favorite season in real life is fall. And while fall is is good because it's got Halloween and all that good stuff, um, I really like spring in Pokemon Go uh, because, you know, for us where we live, uh, winter is harsh and the spring events really kind of signal to me that it's going to be time finally to stop doing car play and get out walking again. (laughs) Oh, It's so true, though. So true. It's it's going to be. And now that we have Deerling to look forward to, I'm excited to catch all the different forms. Oh God. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: See, for me, it's a tough one because I like spring a lot for the same reasons. Chris says, I really dislike card play as I've mentioned in the past, but my answer is fall specifically because it contains the Halloween event every yeah. year. Yeah. And look, I, I know everyone's everyone hears the ghost stuff. It's not just because ghosts, but every Halloween event, All of the spawns can be shiny, like almost every single one every year now has been a shiny check. And that's just more exciting for me. Oh, yeah. I don't ever feel bad about which Pokemon I'm picking to click on as I'm moving through areas if I'm not catching everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And shiny ghosts almost are universally good shinies. Except for Gengar. But
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But But also who, who
0: cares about Gengar, right?
1: I mean. But also ghosts tend to to be less common just in general, regardless of your biome, really. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also just makes it exciting to see no matter how many ghosts I've caught. Right.
0: Yeah. So like a good example is like the antithesis of that, right, is that out here in the biomes that Kyle and I have, we see a lot of shelter normally and we see a lot of seal all over the place. I just kind of mixed in with our base spawns quite frequently. And so when like the water festival comes around in summer and we see more of those, it's like uh okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I super agree with you. It's it's so cool to see like Drifloon everywhere. You're like, oh yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, Drifloon. Yeah, yeah. and uh Dust Skull has a, a great red shiny Ugh, oh, I, I couldn't I could not agree with you. <laughs> yes. But if you, dear listener, have an answer to the question, what season is your favorite in Pokemon Go and why, That's given me be a particular seasonal event, uh, feel free to answer the question we post on social, such as Facebook and slash or Twitter. Or if you're a patron in our Discord, more about Patreon later at the end of the show. You can also uh, leave us a voicemail at 262-586-7717 or send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Dot com. But before we get into the emails, we're going to pass it on over to Fish and Defi-E, and they're going to be talking about the Flying Cup and some other stuff in this week's PvP Corner. Enjoy!
2: Hey, I'm Fish and Hater.
3: I'm DeFiE250.
2: And this is PvP Corner. This is where we take a look at all the things affecting PvP right now, which at the moment is the Halloween Cup. DeFiE, have you been enjoying the Halloween Cup so far? What have you been seeing?
3: Oh, I love it. Again, I love spooky season. I love this combination of Pokemon. And of course, like we predicted last episode, I have been seeing so many Azumarils. And the counter to them that I've been seeing the most is that number one Spooter Galvantula. So I've been seeing a bunch of those. Some other really fun Pokemon. I've been seeing some Whimsicott as well. And also plenty of ghosts because Halloween's all about the ghosts.
2: Yeah, of course. And uh, what team did you end up using?
3: So I've been using Azumarill in the lead with Galvantula as a safe switch. And I've been bringing Crustle as well.
2: Nice. I ended up actually going with a Wigglytuff lead because um, it, it actually, you do often have to spend a shield on it, but if you're willing to do that, then it'll beat uh it'll beat Azumarill, it'll beat uh Galvantula, it'll beat Crustle, uh it, it beats a lot of those popular Pokemon. Uh then a Crustle safe switch and I actually did end up using my Coolfish as my third.
3: Fantastic. Your team sounds fun. I'll have to try it out at some point. It is,
2: it is fun. Um so that aside, uh, we made a little promise that we would be taking a look at the Flying Cup, which is coming up soon. DeFiE, what info do you have about the Flying Cup?
3: I'm really excited. We're getting what was promised with the Flying Cup. The Flying Cup will be coming to us Thursday, November 5th at 6 p.m. until midnight local time and let's not forget if you evolve Pidgeotto during this event you can get a Pidgeot that knows a new legacy move for it
2: Gust and Gust is I haven't checked the stats exactly but it's pretty much like a a flying version of like charm isn't it
3: um I believe so I'm excited to kind of take a good look more at Gust but I believe you are correct.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So you might be wondering what Pokemon you want to use for Flying Cup, and I'm going to tell you that the only thing you ever need, you ever want to worry about, is Shadow Aerodactyl. Uh, DeFi and I have uh, notes that we use for this this uh, segment every week, and um, <laughs> DeFi uh, told me how she opened the notes today to find that I had written the word Shadow Aerodactyl 93 times <laughs> on our <their laughs> notes <laughs> because it's that important.
3: I laughed. I laughed so much <laughs> I lost it.
2: So it's all to do with the power of its fast move, which is Rock Throw. Obviously, it's going to be at least neutral against everything in the Flying Cup. Uh, super effective against most of those things. And because of that, if you go to pvpoke.com, take Shadow Aerodactyl and put it in with two shields against every Pokemon in Flying Cup, there is 75 Pokemon and Shadow Aerodactyl loses to two of them. It ties against another two, wins the other 71 matchups. So the only thing that it's going to lose to is Skarmory with Steel Wing.
3: And speaking of Skarmory with Steel Wing, a lot of you with your Skarmory are probably running the Flying Fast Move on that Pokemon. So really be sure that you take a moment that you're going to want Steel Wing on Skarmory instead during the Flying Cup. So hopefully you have a bunch of fast TM stored up. And Maybe you're like me and you don't have a Shadow Aerodactyl right now, and you listened to what Fish just said and were a little sad. <laughs> there are other Pokemon that you can use in this meta that are important. I would say that Mantine is one of them because it has that bubble damage and you can debuff with Bubble Beam, and then it has that Ice Beam, which again is going to be at least neutral to everything in the Flying Cup. It'll beat, it can beat Skarmory, it can beat that Aerodactyl, it can beat that Shadow Aerodactyl, and it can also beat things like Altaria and Togekiss. Yeah and
2: the other thing for me really the only other uh, Pokemon that will be relevant is either Zapdos or Emolga. So both electric birds. The Zapdos will need that legacy Thundershock fast move. The Emolga doesn't need the fast move but it does need to be Powered up to almost level 40 so both pretty expensive but uh, that electric damage will again hit most things in the meta for super effective damage, um, resists the Steel Wing from Skarmory, it can absolutely murder a Mantine, they've, uh, they've got some really good coverage. So as a core really I'm only gonna be looking at the Shadow Aerodactyl, the Zapdos slash Molga and the Mantine you can kind of interchange uh, Steelwing Skarmory in in one of those spots instead of Mantine or Zapdos and Mulder uh, just in case you want a little more uh, oomph against that Shadow Aerodactyl but uh, I looked at that core of Shadow Aerodactyl, Zapdos and Mantine in PV PvPoke's Team Builder and if you haven't used Team Builder before you can basically uh, input the Pokémon you're thinking of using all as a team and it can give you a bunch of information about that team including the threat score which is a, a score for how in danger that team is against the meta. Now, re- really, you're hoping for that score to be somewhere between 500 and 600. That kind of indicates to you that you've got a pretty well-balanced, safe team. DeFi, do you want to have a guess at how low the score was with Shadow Aerodactyl, Mantine, and Zapdos in Flying Cup?
3: Is it in the 400s? Do we have a legendary 400 team? No. Ugh. That was my guess. That's your I guess? Thought we broke. I thought we broke it. So I thought we were going to be at like 499.
2: Uh, well, not not quite. It's actually 393.
3: Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't quite sure that was mathematically possible, but <laughs> if, you, if you run Shadow Aerodactyl, Mantine, and Zapdos, that's, that's achieving a threat score of 393, where it, you're actually finding it quite difficult to get under 500 with any team.
3: That's amazing. My mind has been blown.
2: Yeah, right. So it's 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 very uh, open and shut. This case, I think that there's the the three or four Pokemon that you really want to aim for. Don't need to worry about much else.
3: And with that, we can kind of close talking about Flying Cup, and let's talk about the Sunrise Cup, which has finally reached its sunset. How many Sunrise Cup tournaments did you complete this month? I only did four.
2: Oh, four. That's cute. <laughs> um, uh, I. I'm counting them up now. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12. I did 12. This man. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that all done, we have our next cup for November. It's called the Marsh Cup. And DeFi, what are the rules for Marsh Cup?
3: We've got Poison, Ghost, Bug, Grass, and Water type. So, it's another very kind of strictly type meta. There's only two bands. You can't have bring a Tropius and you can't bring an Obama Snow. At the top of this list, we have Galvantula, my favorite Spooter. I have the rank one, and I am so excited to be able to bring it to the Marsh Cup. It's got that crazy volt switch damage as well as lunge, which is essentially a clone of icy wind. So you're debuffing your opponent's attack. And then you've got that discharge that hits like a truck. It beats a lot of the water and flying type Pokemon in the meta, so it'll beat your Mantine, your Dugong, your Pelipper. It'll also beat Pokemon like Drifblim and Fortress. But you have to watch out for those ghosts, like Gengar and Haunter, and it'll also lose to things like Alolan Muk.
2: One other thing that it loses to very badly is Crustle, which is fast becoming one of my favorite Pokemon. Um, we've both been using it for Halloween Cup, and now I'm looking to build my team around... Crustle for Marsh Cup as well. It's going to just smack so many things down with that Smackdown Fast move.
3: I know, and I love Crustle's great too. The bugs are kind of getting their day in Marsh Cup. And my other favorite bug is Wormadam Trash. I have the rank two. Her name is Treasure. I love her very dearly. And with its confusion, Bug Buzz and Iron Head, you can beat those ghosts. You can beat Galvantula depending on shields you can beat pokemon like drift limb but my beautiful treasure is going to lose to pokemon like sableye with return alolan muck mantine so there are things you have to watch out for but worm damn trash with that confusion damage can really do a lot of work in this marsh cup
2: uh well the the biggest one it has to watch out for is that alolan marowak which is going to be a big one as well you've t- talked about how many bugs are in the meta alolan marowak with that fire spin is going to be a big deal uh that in turn loses to Krussel.
3: <laughs> so I think you can probably tell Fish and I are both very excited to bring Krussel <laughs> to our Marsh Cup teams. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to do this and it's going to be cheesy. Do, 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 do. Breaking news! As we were record, finishing up recording. We have breaking we, news! We have breaking news! Breaking news! Nobody panic! <laughs> Nobody panic! But there's going to be two community days for November. So this has never before been done by Niantic. And the moves that these Pokemon are getting, and these Pokemon in particular, are fantastic.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, so this just uh, came up on my phone. While well, I don't know I should have been checking my phone while we we're recording but like yeah, this is this is uh, like actually just now this happened uh, For us but, uh, uh So on uh, November the 15th, which is going to be a Sunday Electabuzz will be in community day and we'll be getting the move flamethrower when you fully evolve it and then on Saturday November 21 Magma will be in the spotlight and we'll be learning Thunderbolt when you evolve it fully. Now, we are looking to study a little bit how this is going to affect the meta, so uh, we'll give you that information in a future episode. Keep an eye out for that, an ear out for that.
3: All right, and with that exciting news, I think that is a show.
2: That's a show. Let's kick it back to Chris and Kyle. All
0: right, thanks so much for that, DeFi and Fish. Okay, we get it. We get it. We're gonna get some shadow aerodactyls, Kyle. I know you don't PvP, but you got to do it. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> we have to. We have to hang on. Do I have a shadow
1: aerodactyl? Can I just say I have one? <laughs> do you currently have one? I doubt it. No,
0: Oh, I don't think so either. But uh, but apparently, we need them. So that's uh, that's set up before us. Maybe uh, a goal in the future if we can that out. One. <laughs> oh, Let's you go. do? Oh, you're good. We know. Pretend you didn't. I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. You can set that goal for next week. It's an easy peasy one. <laughs> anyway uh we were just talking about emails i think right before that so uh speaking of emails 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 hey it's email time kyle yeah this first one's from jj he says sup boys let me set up my question for you imagine you've had a day off planned for a long time to play go the whole day with no other commitments. Oh, that's a dream. The day goes by perfectly for you. You get all goals done you wanted to do and hit a blast with a group of friends. What food or meal are you going to get to top off this awesome day you've had? Cost doesn't matter. I would get the fanciest Asian restaurant I could find shrimp fried rice being a must and have a Coke or Pepsi to drink extra ice. Then later at night get a smoothie while listening to the GoCast podcast. Duh. Thanks guys. <laughs> Love it. JJ who is still freezing in the cooler at work. All right <laughs> Kyle. We've, okay let's just pretend you and I have been out. We've had, we've had the best Pogo day ever. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what do you have a taste for?
1: <sighs> this is such a hard question for me. <laughs> because like my answer is always pizza when i'm going to get it i want the best pizza i can get but if we're talking like we're going to go sit down at a restaurant have a dinner or something like that still pizza no it's not pizza because none of those places have great pizza but my answer is is a burger is is a really really nice burger place there's a there's a really fancy restaurant by one of the malls near where I live that has an amazing burger. It's, it's pretty expensive, but bacon cheeseburger, not, nothing else on it. Really good fries. Type of fries don't matter. Curly fries, regular fries, seasoned, doesn't matter. Just fries. And then I'm a Pepsi guy, so Pepsi.
0: True. True. All right. Well, this is why Kyle and I are good friends uh, because my answer is is pretty similar. Uh, sometimes I get a taste for other things, like I want to go, uh, like JJ said, go get some uh, like Chinese food or something like that. But more often than not, I will never ever say no to going to get a burger somewhere. And more often than not, also any good burger place, especially that sit down, has has craft beer on tap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so Kyle and I will have the same <laughs> meal, but I'll swap out a Pepsi for. Uh, some sort of beer and and that'll be great so high five nice <laughs> good deal thanks for the email jj
1: next email is from adam they said my neighborhood discord has 20ish active members at any given time mostly older players with day jobs and kids about 3 or 4 months ago we got a new member i'll call mike mike has disclosed that he's in school high school presumably and his activity on the discord shows it lots of chatter lots of oversharing He's a lovable nerd archetype, annoying but harmless. However, I'm worried that as a Discord community, we're encouraging unhealthy behavior. Mike's raiding nonstop, spending passes like they're free, and has done at least 50 raids apiece on each of the last few legendaries. Now, unless he's got a job and his own money, it's his parents' responsibility to control the funds. But I wonder how I can talk to him about what looks like addictive behaviors when I've never even met this person in real life. I don't want to overstep my bounds, but I also don't want to see a young kid go down an incredibly difficult path. I certainly don't want to feel hypocritical when I'm being active in the community and playing in a healthier way alongside him. And even if I talk to him, how do I get the whole discord to help support better behaviors? Any input would be helpful and maybe it'll help some other listeners out there too. Thanks, Adam. This is a tough topic to approach because I I, I haven't personally been there, but I would have been if I was... That age when Pokemon Go had come out.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: What do What do you think, Chris? This is this is definitely a better up your alley than mine. I
0: think. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, I'm going to take that as a compliment. Um, <laughs> so, I think in this case, I mean, take into account the age. Uh, okay, actually, hang on a second. Let me first say I think it's really awesome that you're concerned, right? That you're noticing this and that you're having these thoughts in the first place, and that you want to do right by by this person, right? As a fellow community member and stuff. Um, but what I want to say is at the, at the age group, Kyle even just said if he was at that age, he would have gone to the same thing. And Kyle turned out completely fine. Kyle and I were both addicted to World of Warcraft at this age. <laughs> it was the same sort of thing. It also cost us money every single month, all the same sorts of stuff. And we turned out okay. That being said, I, I really think the best approach to this is to set a good example. And it sounds like you're currently doing that. There is no clean way to get the entire Discord community to focus on this without making the kid feel targeted, which is not what you want to do, because that that would be awful, right? Um, I mean, imagine being that kid, you'd feel like you're, it's like Mm -hmm. an intervention from a large group, and, and you don't really want that. But at the same time, I mean, if you truly think that there's other people in the community that are encouraging it, then maybe have conversations with them on the side, be like, you know, hey, I guess talk to them instead of instead of Mike, right? I really don't think there's a way for you to to talk to Mike about this without it coming off necessarily as uh, overbearing. I don't know what your, you know, personal relationship is with Mike. Does he communicate with you? Does he respect your opinion? You know, that sort of thing. It's a very complicated situation. I honestly think the best thing that you can do is set a good example. Since Mike is younger uh, and he is under, you know, his parents' supervision and all that stuff, uh, it kind of is their wheelhouse, you know? Uh, That would be my that would be my advice.
1: I definitely agree. I, I think something else to contribute is to help connect with him in a way. You know, you're on the discord together, but you can also build a friendship or a relationship with them as an individual, and that would open up more opportunities just for conversations in general. Maybe he's spending his own money that he's gotten from various events. Maybe he actually does have a job on the side and. You find out about them as you get to know him more personally. Mm -hmm. And that just makes it healthier for everybody involved.
0: That's true. Maybe his family is filthy rich and this is nothing. I mean, there's a there's a lot of unanswered questions and a lot of variables that are undefined in this situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But something else that I could also recommend as a community leader and as somebody that's, you know, had to work with groups of people in this way. If if there's something in particular that you want to address and you also want the community to be aware of it, one thing you could do is going about it in in, an indirect way. So maybe contact a mod on the server. I mean, it says 20-ish active members, so maybe you don't have a hardcore moderator team. But if there is a leader or if you're in a position to even do this yourself, maybe find some articles about addictive behavior and stuff like that and make a post and be like, hey, everybody. Hey, it's really awesome. We've all been rating and stuff like that. Like address it to everybody and be like, here's a resource that I think that we all might find valuable and hope that Mike takes takes it up right and and checks it out and maybe internalizes that to himself but yeah i, I think any sort of direct one-on-one uh might turn especially a high school person off right, right. Mm-hmm. so uh that sounds difficult and the be- best of luck to you adam i hope it all turns out well and i hope that we were helpful in some regard thank you this next one's from theo hi cryle what up theo <laughs> i just want to tell you guys my experience for charmander community day I prepared for this community very long. I used all my lucky eggs, all star pieces, and two incense. I had a lot of Pokeballs. So I got 10 Shinies. Three of them are now Charizards. got a 98 and 96%. Ooh, (laughs) nice. And I hit 200,000 Stardust. Then I maxed my 98%, and now I'm at 50,000 Stardust. Now I have a good Mega, at least. It was really fun. Spawns are great. And I managed to get four Giratinos. No Shinies, though. Well, me neither, Theo, so we can be in that club together. Question time. If you could choose one Pokemon that could have any move set, which one would it be? Keep up the good work from Theo, the Pokemon lover. All right, so how do you interpret this question, Kyle? I think uh, it's like so pretty much if any Pokemon could be Mew. I don't. I was just thinking
1: a Pokemon. And if you could just give it moves that you would prefer it to have. I was thinking in Pokemon Go sense, not just the main series, too. OK, because this is a hard question to answer. Yeah, definitely overall. is. And there's no right answer, but I'm sure there's some wrong ones. <laughs> I think my answer is Ho-Oh or Lugia. And I don't care what moves they get. Just make them effective for them. <laughs> give, give Lugia Gust as a fast move. Something. I don't know. Wing attack, baby. Give Ho-Oh another psychic type move. Or another flying type move, or another fire type move, so that it can actually have a double move size, I Swear to God!
0: What do you mean you're not rolling? You're not running a solar beam on a, on your oh
1: I mean, most people don't really no, no. <laughs> most people might have a Ho-Oh with solar beam because it's not being used. But.
0: Right, right.
1: So yeah, one of those two is definitely my answer.
0: I think I would use this opportunity to give Groudon its signature move, Precipice Blade, because it's got an awful move set. I don't like it. It doesn't have a good charge move. Earthquake is, is good power, but like we've said before, it takes a month and a half to charge up in most <laughs> scenarios, um, and that's just a bummer. And while we're at it, give it a quick move that doesn't charge so slowly. It doesn't make it look so ridiculous. Can just, just grant me this wish, Fogo. Please do it for Theo. Do it for me. Come on. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for the email, Theo.
1: Next email is from Justice. They said... Kyle, but seriously, Chris goes before Kyle. It's Chris and Kyle. Change my mind.
0: I'll change your mind. It could be Kyle and Chris, but it's Chris and Kyle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has been
0: but yes anymore.
1: Ooh, true. The resistance. Yes, professional fingerboarding is a thing. I wish I could enter a competition. I'll send you a video that I edited for fingerboarding at the end of this. He did, by the way. It's it's pretty great.
0: It's awesome. He it was He's doing some tricks. It was dope.
1: Anyway, I have purified 600 Pokemon, and I'm starting to feel the pain. Ow. Just reading that, I felt pain.
0: If only somebody had warned him.
1: <laughs> I wonder what Mitch is at that I haven't listened to the full podcast yet. I just heard you talk about my email, and now I'm emailing you back. Sorry, I didn't say what I was at at my last email. I guess I have to ask you something so you guys get some actual content out of me. So here I go. What is your favorite Pokemon type?
0: Chris. Yeah. Your favorite Pokemon, you want to answer for each other like we're feeding each other cake on our (laughs) wedding day? (laughs) Let's do it. Kyle's this ghost type. What's mine, Kyle? Chris's bug. Yeah, oh, there we go. Uh,
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love Gengar and his type. The new gang, the new Gengar looks so cool. I want to get a hundred of them and maybe a shiny one. Talking about the, the costume one, it looks so good. I love it. Yeah, it
0: is. It's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Your yeah, boy, Justice. Nice. And our last email, as always, is from Mitch cryle Mitch, how are you guys? Quaking in your boots? I sure am. I think it's because it's Halloween it's spooky season, man. I completed the Halloween special research earlier today and was frustrated that to evolve Galarian Yamask, I had to complete 10 raids with it to evolve it. This is super lame. You can either have patience and evolve it by rating once a day for more than a week or basically pay to evolve it. This tasks, this task demands too much. And I wonder what you guys think. Eh, I mean, Galarian farfetch just make 10 excellent throws. I mean, everybody has their own challenge. I'm sure that that also could take some players 10 days to complete. Um, but, but that being said, I definitely understand the frustration coming from your perspective on that. Um, but we only did get one Galariania mask, so... Yeah, that's that's a little bit of the frustration there. Yeah, me too. Uh, but Mitch continues, Otherwise, though, I am loving this event. I am popping mystery boxes, transferring a bunch of spare legendaries, and lest we forget, pineapping those ghost types for 12 candy a pop. No one does Halloween like Pogo. On to his goals. Old goals. 90-plus kilometers for next fall fitness check. Yes, donezo. Remote raid. A shiny Giratino. We're in this together, Kyle. Lol. Nope. <laughs> <Wummer>. <laughs> Hatch a sand dial. Yes, sir. Good, good, good. Purify 400 plus by next podcast episode. This is the scary part of the email. As of October 23rd, I have purified 502 shadow Pokemon. <sighs> Mitch. Mitch, Mitch. 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 Oh well, I, I have respect uh, for you. In uh, somewhere, uh, I can't find it. I'll find it later. Finally, I can be done with this stupid goal. And oh yes, I did have to do it. You, you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do it. That extra ball when catching a shadow Pokemon is worth it, right? I don't think so. They have a really low base catch rate, even though they have red circles. Don't be fooled. I have one hundred thousand six hundred fourteen dust as of right now. <laughs> that's right we asked him for how much dust he had that's yikes. right i totally forgot oh yikes. boy new goals recoup stardust i wonder why 100,000 <laughs> is enough you're fine three sets of gbl each day 105 total battles at least Oof. work on master league victories medal. 130 by next week 99 as of now solid 200,000 dust by next week Hala. Uh, another week, another GoCast. Don't forget to gift and shiny vibes. All I'm totally going to forget to gift, Mitch. Uh, signed, <laughs> Mitch cooks gravy, and he didn't write it, but, but I'm to say Harry. <laughs> Thank you for the email there, Mitch. Uh, good luck with your Master League victories. Sounds awesome. If you want to send us an email like these fine folks did, you can by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. If you want to send us a voicemail, again, the voicemail line is 262-262. 586 7717. Visit our website for more details about the show and everything. Go cast at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, our most active social media uh, at gocastpodcast. You can also like us on Facebook. Just search for the gocast podcast. And If you'd like to help support the show monetarily, you can do so via Patreon. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash go podcast. And shout out to our elite tier trainers who who pledge at that level thank you to cyprian Bo, daniel zek walker splinteris andrew chad robert lori and john thank you so much to all of you we quite appreciate your generous patronage thank you very much and if monetary support is not your deal or it's not in the cards for you you can always leave us a review on whatever you're listening on if it supports reviews such as Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and the like, please, please leave one. It would it takes minimal time, it's free, and it helps us out immensely. Uh, and we also stream on Twitch at Twitch.tv/goCastPodcast forward slash on Monday and Thursday nights at seven thirty p.m. Central Time. Monday is an art stream, and on Thursday, Kyle and I do main series games playthroughs together. Currently, we are hitting our heads against Mount Silver in Crystal oh Version. <laughs> it's uh, it's a pain. It, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's pain incarnate. Yeah, it is. Boy, oh boy. We got through that game by the, by under, being underleveled and being strategic. And uh, we hit a very particular short uh, yellow rodent uh, wall <laughs> with that team. And it's kicking our butt. So uh, if you want to join in us, uh, be miserable Thursday nights. There you go. All right, Mr. Kyle, we got one more thing to do here. And we got to set some goals. Ready? Yep. All right. Don't forget, this weekend is uh, Alolan Marowak Raid Day. Yeah,
1: I, I'm not taking part in that, unfortunately. Okay. I just I, thought I, I
0: let you know. I, I feel bad
1: about it, but a bunch of things have since come up and I'm super busy tomorrow now. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Obviously, but so first and foremost, I'm going to set a goal that I'm not going to complete because that is tradition.
0: <laughs> true. Uh, true.
1: Shiny spirit tomb. Oh boy. It's okay. absurd. It's absolutely absurd. I can't even get one of the quests. What do you mean get a shiny? But I got to try anyways. a boy. Um, just you know, d- Double up on the unlikely shiny Darkrai because I haven't been doing a whole bunch of raids for it, but I would like to do more.
0: Also, don't forget that we're setting these goals on a Friday night and we we're we going to record next Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Well, but the, the event only goes for four more days anyways.
1: <laughs> oh, OK. That's fair so enough. It's, it doesn't matter. That's fair enough. Last one, I am going to power up my Shadow Mewtwo, which is going to involve many rare candy.
0: Many rare candy. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm going to max it up. The max Shadow Mewtwo.
1: If I have enough for a candy, I don't know if I do right now, but I'll find out.
0: Wait, is that your first one? Wait, do you only have one or did you get your second one yet?
1: I haven't got the second one, though. No
0: okay just, i right. still haven't purified five pokemon oh my gosh come on kyle <laughs> no i just
1: can't do it
0: it's all right it's not all right but i'm gonna say it's all right because you're my friend all right <laughs> okay cool 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 Cool. so those three shiny spirit tomb shiny dark rye and max shadow mewtwo yep <laughs> what a what a collection right what's <laughs> all order for you for three days or four days oh my yeah. god <laughs> all right, cool, 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 cool. All right. Well, for myself, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get a shiny Marowak from tomorrow by doing raids intermittently through all the other stuff that that I'm doing and we're doing tomorrow, including the stream. Two hundred thousand Stardust, because I intend to to play a bit over the weekend and catch if possible. And the next bug that I have to max in line is Vespiquen, so I'll be doing that. I'm I'm really proud of myself, Kyle. I'm sitting at two point three six million Stardust right now wow i know that's big for me that's really big for me and i kind of want to hit three mil but oh i've been God. sitting on Just not no get out of here no 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 no! you're not rich if you spend your money kyle i've been sitting on not doing the bug maxing for a bit so it's about time for me to kick myself uh into gear and and get it going here so max the Vespa quinn is on the table for me but that's it for the show thank you so much for listening all the way through dear listener and uh we'll see you next week for episode 117 Bye-bye. bye